0: Censorship and the suppression of reading materials are rarely about family values and almost always about control, about who's snapping the whip, who is saying no, and who is saying go. Censorship's bottom line is this. If the novel Christine offends me, I don't wanna just make sure it's kept from my kid. I wanna make sure it's kept from your kid as well and all the kids. This bit of intellectual arrogance undemocratic and as old as time, is best expressed this way. If it's bad for me and my family, it's bad for everyone's family. Yet when books are run out of school classrooms and even out of school libraries as a result of this idea, I'm never much disturbed. Not as a citizen, not as a writer, not even as a school teacher, which I used to be. What I tell kids is, don't get mad, get even. Don't spend time waving signs or carrying petitions around the neighborhood. Instead, run, don't walk, to the nearest non-school library or to the local bookstore and get whatever it was that they banned. Read whatever they're trying to keep out of your eyes and your brain because that's exactly what you need to know. Stephen King Welcome to Revisionist History, a podcast where we set the historical record straight no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and today's episode is actually about an event that's going on this week in the United States. It's the annual Banned Books Week. Now, you may not think that Banned Books Week has anything to do with history at all, revisionist or otherwise, but I ask you to stick with me because. I'm going to show that I believe it does. But first, a little background for those of you who may not have ever even heard of Banned Books Week. Banned Books Week happens every year, usually during the last week of September, and it is simply a celebration of the freedom to read. It spotlights, among other things, both current and historical attempts to censor books in libraries and schools and it's in school libraries, city libraries, and independent bookstores especially that the week is celebrated. Ban Books Week was officially launched in the 1980s during a time of increased challenges, organized protests, and also the Island Trees School District versus Pico in 1982 Supreme Court case, which ruled that school officials cannot ban books in libraries simply because of their content. Now, that doesn't mean that in the 30-plus years since, they haven't tried at every turn. And it's not just fiction. It's heavily fiction. But that in itself can be a problem. Because as I have said before on this podcast, in fact, I did a, a pretty long episode about it in the past, sometimes you can tell more historical truth through fiction than you can through a textbook. And if you're banning challenging in any way censoring even fiction you're skewing history any attempt to keep books from readers based on their content is an attempt to control the free flow of ideas and the free flow of ideas is crucial to democracy hell intellectual freedom itself is crucial just to being a human being but the idea that even fiction can't be challenged for historical or political reasons is naive. Of course it can. In fact, Ernest Hemingway had it happen to him really on multiple times, but one is one that I found very interesting. At one point in the 20s, 30s, 40s, his classic, The Sun Also Rises was banned in Soviet Russia for being anti-communist. Fast forward to the 1980s, where it was banned in a Florida school district for being pro-communist. Clearly, it can't be both, but in each case, the ones seeking to ban it were trying to turn history, as told through fiction, to their advantage. Another case was the banning, and most likely burning, of the classic All Quiet on the Western Front, by the Nazi regime in the 1930s and 40s because they believed it presented the German army in World War I in a negative light. The book is widely considered to be one of the best war novels, anti-war novels, ever written. But the Nazis didn't like it, so they sought to squash it. In recent years, the majority of the challenges have come in schools with parents being upset about alternative lifestyles being presented in fiction. And again, I know that's not specifically historical. But those challenges happen all the time, sometimes successfully, a lot of times not successfully. But at the same time, even the Bible has been challenged. So it comes from both the left and the right politically. And that is where I believe the historical revisionism can start to take hold when a government bans books and make no mistake any banned books in America or anywhere else are banned by the government whether it's the federal government whether it's the Nazi regime whether it's the Soviet regime whether it's your local school district it's the government and not individuals who are actually pulling the books from the shelves Once that's allowed to happen, that slippery slope happens as well. Because once you've had one book banned, it becomes a lot easier to ban another one and another one because the precedent is set. If it's the government that indeed bans the books, then it's also easy to see that when one particular political party is in power, they could begin banning books that show them in a negative light, show their opponents in a positive light, And could basically turn publishing into nothing more than propaganda as we've seen in countries throughout the world over time. From Iran, to Saudi Arabia, to Myanmar, to Soviet Russia, to Chile under Pinochet, to any number of others that we could mention, the government is quick, those governments, are quick to ban books by authors that point out their flaws, that point out their corruption, that point out their crimes, and by stopping these truths from coming out, they are essentially revising history in real time. If that type of censorship is allowed, then history truly is only written by the victors. An honest examination of any subject, whether it's history, or politics, or sports or religion requires that every point of view be allowed to have a voice now not every one of those points of view has to be accepted but we have to be able to look at them if we want to and they have to be able to be put forward for examination otherwise you only have either the true believers putting out the history or the total opponents putting out the history And neither of those is ever accurate so i would encourage you this week to celebrate banned books week go to your local library go to your local independent bookstore ask them about what books have been challenged especially if you can find some historical books that have been challenged and read those and ask yourself okay why were these challenged what were they thinking about when they went after this Hug that librarian, too, because they've got a very difficult job that they are doing diligently every single day. And remember that every time you defend someone else's right to read something that you may not agree with, you're protecting your own right. You're protecting the rights of your children and of all of us to have the freedom to think for ourselves. And it's only if we have that that we have Thanks a lot.